This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Thanks to one of our listeners. Why not? Um, Mic on. It's um, Hard Nick's Barry. Who said Randall never flipped off the fans? It was a thumbs down, and he's right. Barry's right. Remember that thumbs down because right. they were booing. Well, the fact that not we great, but nowhere near a flip off. But the fact that we couldn't remember tells you it's not a thing anymore. Now, Bill, I'm never going to forget that um, Jack McDowell gave the finger to Yankee fans, right? Like the that, Yankee you, flipper, right? You can't you can't forget that. So the fact that we couldn't remember tells you that we were good. Bill Clagis uh, said, "Peter, you it's worth rescinding your Ringo comment. Look at what some of the top drummers today say about and rank him. Give it a goog. His creative decisions as a drummer is now a patented sound and pushed future musicians." Yeah, I heard a lot of people were uh, upset about that take. To which I would like to say, uh, I'm ignorant on the subject, and I don't really care. It's something I just said. Get over it. Let's move on. Well, that's not a thing. That's a great way to take an L. Like, oh, I didn't care anyway. No, no, no. You got to be better than that. I didn't want to win the Super Bowl. He... Ringo Starr may be the greatest drummer who's ever lived. I made very clear I'm not knowledgeable enough about drumming to say that. I just said but that you have, uh, I'm not hubris to say it. No, I said that Don's argument of he's a Hall of Famer doesn't qualify. He was qualify. just one of the many. I had to start somewhere. I get it, but I'm just saying I believe that whoever had been the drummer for the Beatles would likely be highly regarded. That doesn't mean that Ringo Starr is not a phenomenal drummer. But by the way, shame on the Beatles PR, because I'm sorry, I grew up believing Ringo Starr was the untalented one. That was out there. I didn't make that up. You've been, you know what? That's not a Peter Rosenberg thing. One thread that goes through your fabric. You've been very anti-Beatles for a long time. That is so. But you don't give them the love that other people give them. I I adore many Beatles records, and I think they're one of the great bands of all time. The one argument you're referring to is that I use them as the great example of something can be amazing and overrated simultaneously. Here we go. That's that's all. You can say it about anything. By the way, I I can say it about Michael Jordan. Not overrated. Not even close. Not well. He's not close to underrated. Don, if you have to choose, if you have to choose, Jordan's closer to overrated than underrated. I will agree. Well, he's not underrated, but he's closer to over. No, he's not over. He's rated the right way. But the, the way we talk about him, as if no one could ever pass him, when it's quite possible it's already happened, makes him overrated. Who's happened? How's it? Who's you could argue LeBron is better than Michael. He's not. And the only thing we're gonna do is have a stupid championship conversation instead of the fact that we don't actually know that. I've always felt. Even consider it. I've you know why? Because Michael Jordan's overrated. He's not overrated. You're wrong. He's the greatest of all time, but he's overrated. But no. over, overrated to me, the, the problem with it is it, it comes across too much as a negative. Right. It's not. But that you could negative. say, well, it's, I think he's overrated. Oh my! How could you say? It? Well, well, I'm saying it. Like when I say, I think Joe Montana is overrated. How could you say Joe Montana is overrated? He's full of blah, blah. Well, because I do believe there are quarterbacks better than him. If you believe Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback ever, then I believe you've overrated him. Now, I'm not to say I don't think he's a great quarterback. The problem with saying that the Beatles are overrated is that you can't come up with a band that's better. You might come up with a band that you like more, but, but when it's all said and done, that's why music's when, the impossible. Next, when the next asteroid comes and there's very little left to be able to look at, the one thing that will survive, it's like the cockroach. The Beatles are like Mozart, like Beethoven. It's 
they're on a pantheon that nobody else can touch. Even when they all became solo artists, they became amazing top but 40. That's not, but that's, it, not, it's, but that's it's, still it's, not, that's crazy. not proven. It's not sports. There's well, no statistics listen, it's all to back opinion, it up. But the, but the statistics but sports are is, is sports that... Sports is easier than music. Music is literally completely subjective, right. except for they sales. Are, well, here, here's right. what And there's horrible say. music And I'm not even well. the biggest Beatle fan. Like My wife's sick. I, I, I like them, but I, I understand the significance. They have... They broke up in 1970. It's 53 years ago. It's, it's incredible. Can you imagine? And yet they're as relevant as any band that exists. If Dave Rigetti was on the Beatles? Oh, my goodness. For, from, for Nancy, I mean. If you Somehow Dave Rigetti was on the Beatles. So that she would her dream, she'd go her crazy. Uh, so Dan Orlovsky, before we get to the Rangers, Dan Orlovsky. Isn't he coming on later? Yeah, we'll ask him this. He admitted that he has been contacted by multiple NFL teams about coaching jobs this cycle. Unless it's a head coaching job, isn't Dan Orlovsky in a better spot now? Oh, it Why would you on what he wants to do? I, I guess, but in terms of like visibility and yeah, but listen, if you're a football player or any sport, um, whether you played whatever, if you want to, something about being in the game. And some of these guys miss it so much that this hey, was being on a, McAfee, by the way, being a quarterbacks coach. Makes him feel like he's in the game and he's traveling and he's with the players. I mean, I don't know what his aspirations are. Maybe he wants to be a head coach one day. Well, the way to do that is to get back into the game, be a maybe a quarterback's coach, becomes an offensive coordinator, becomes a head coach. There's something about it, guys. Right? It doesn't pay that much. Well, you know, what he does? No, but becoming a coach. I mean, some of the coaches. Well, uh, he, some of them make a good living. Yeah, I mean, but, but, but you have no life. But there's he also has children. Right, and, but there's also. I don't think it's a financial decision when you decide to go into coaching. You're going into coaching because you want to get back into the life. You want to get back into right. the game. He said it's a competitive. He was talking yeah. about Dan Patrick. Well, what did too. Joe Girardi always tell you? He they don't. Keep it's not what you want. <laughs> he said they don't keep score up there. Uh, right. So he had a great gig on Yes, but he he loved the competitiveness of it. And maybe Dan just wants to be back in the game in some way. But I will him. tell you what, just working with Joe, different human being, aged himself tremendously. Those 10 years managing the Yankees aged him 25. If he had stayed in the booth, he would have had a great yeah. life, made a great living. Okay, he won, he won a championship, but ended up but getting they, fired like most coaches do. Then he got another job, got fired from that. I'm telling you, he's like... He's a sober Billy Martin. But think I've about never it. seen a guy beat himself up the way Joe Girardi beat himself up. But think Oof. about it. That sounds horrible. Being a sober Billy Martin doesn't sound fun. Ron Rivera just got fired as head coach of the Washington Commanders. Damn right he did. I and, him on and, his... and can't right. get enough where he wants to be yeah. a defensive coordinator or something. He is going to take a demotion, go to another team, be a defensive coordinator just to get back into the game. I'm gonna it's bring, what their life is. I'm going to bring this up to Dan. He's got, what, four kids, right? Three boys and a girl. You'll never see them. If you're a top flight coach, you're there 20 hours a day. You just are. So the competitive juices are that much that you're going to like give up, you know, the, the the presence in your children's lives. Most of these coaches, these head coaches, get divorced. I don't know how they keep but a it's, wife. It's what you are. I mean, if you if you decide, don't to get become, married. Well, I think you can make it work, Michael. Well, Andy Reid has made it work. Some guys make it work. Mm, but, right. I mean, he's, he's, he's had, had problems with his yeah. children. Well, listen, Tony a, yeah. Dungy, too. I mean, right? The, the, listen, he had a son that committed suicide. It's not It's uh, not not to say that that's the reason why. But, I know, but the but Dungy even the ones and Reid examples family, are about as the bad point, as you The could, point yeah. is, is that when you make a decision to become a professional athlete, you don't sit there and pray to make it happen. You make it happen. You dedicate your life and your soul to get into that sport. 
and it's in your blood, and you want to be a part of it, Michael. And and I can understand that Dan Orlovsky, who's got a great job at ESPN, and he gets to spend time with his family and all that. I can't blame him if it's in his blood that he wants to get back into the sport. Now, yesterday on the TNT show, Candace Parker was on, and she kind of cast aspersions about Jalen Brunson. She's defending herself now on X. Um, Anthony tells me we have the cut. Let's listen. Which is the last thing I ever want to hear, because you know how we all feel about cuts. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's in blue. There it is. So this is what Candace said. We've seen Jalen Brunson in the playoffs with the Mavs, and he was number two, number three, came in, played minutes, supplemented Luka handling the ball. But as a number one option last year in the playoffs, great first round, second round, not so much. Well, she's wrong. He averaged 31 points a game against the Heat. Who said that? Who said that again? Candace Parker. Why'd you do that? I don't know. And when Luka was hurt, he was unbelievable. That's why the Knicks got hungry for him. He was great. He he put them on his back. Yeah, he carried them to a series win. So, I mean, to say he was good in the first round, not to say he averaged 31 points a game. And she's defending, I love him, he's great, blah, blah, blah. But I'm sorry, if you're going to make a statement like that, you can't say he was bad in the second round when he averaged 31 points a game. Listen, sometimes we we talk for a living. Sometimes we just straight up put our foot in our mouth, and you got to just say, no. "I got like yeah." On my podcast a couple days ago, there was this awesome moment. Which between, podcast? There's so many. I'm glad you asked. Cheap Heat, okay, via the Ringer. Yeah, uh, I said on the Cheap Heat episode this week that there was this amazing segment between CM Punk uh, and Cody Rhodes in the ring, and I was like, "Oh my god, it was so great to think that they were both in an AEW ring a couple years ago, and how much better it is now." And then I was called out; they were never in the ring together at the same time in AEW. And you just took the L. I, I made it up. No, at first I sort of protested and wanted to complain, but then I'm like, wait a second. I botched it. I assumed they were in the ring at the same time because they were both there, and this was so magical, and no one talked about it, but no one talked about it because it never happened. I, you got to take the L. I got it wrong. You get it wrong, you get it wrong. What could be on the table, and I think you know, the reason the Knicks don't get a lot of national love is that they have not traditionally been a sexy team, and I don't think people focus as much on the Knicks as they do on the higher echelon teams that are competing for a championship. This is a team that I think you need to watch day in and day out to appreciate. I don't know if a highlight package could do it. Their record doesn't jump out to you. I mean, they're still a team that's not even... Well, they're not. They're still battling for the four seed, right? Mm-hmm. So I think if you cover the NBA, you're paying a lot of attention to the Celtics and the and the Sixers and the Bucks and the, and the Nuggets. I don't know how much people are paying attention well, to the Knicks. I think that's going to change over time, but they're not a really second team that people think are going to win a championship yet, but people are starting to take notice. Can can I give some advice to the people at the Knicks? Mm-hmm. I mean, if they if they want to, everybody quiet down because this this mm-hmm. I think is well, important. Listen, okay. as the GM of the Knicks, the president of basketball operations, Leon Rose mm-hmm. has had one interview in the years that he's been there, and that was with Mike Breen on the MSG Network. He never talks with the media. The guy could hang on the rim over the deals that he's made. Hang on the rim. Promote the team. It can't be because of Dolan. Uh, Listen, when I took Charlie to the game for his birthday, right? So that was November 12th. Leon Rose came over to me. Couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't have been more pleasant and talking and let... He would be great in front of... What are they afraid of having this guy talk about? Talk about the Ananobi deal. Talk about the fact that you got Brunson. You're not selling I, the team. I still think in this day and age with so much competition, especially specifically in the NBA, you do have to have a little showmanship. You do have to promote. 
I know you're in New York and it's the Knicks and people should be paying attention, but you still have to promote and yourself a little bit more. Nick PR? We can't get a Nick player on the show. You know how hard we try and we're in partnership with them. They're just not good with it because I think they have an owner who doesn't care. You should care. He probably looks around the building, sold seat every single game. What do I need it for? He doesn't like the media, but it's put Julius Randle on. Put Jalen Brunson on. Put OG Ananobi on, although he's not a great talker. Right, but, but but still, promote the players. The Yankees, you know what? They don't do it a lot. If I ask Jason Zillow, can we get Judge on? Can we get Cole? How many times have we had Cole on? Twice last year? Mm-hmm. We can get Judge on? Can we? I mean, these are the biggest stars in the world. The Yankees make them available. Can we get Judge, though? I think we could. It's, if been, I, it's been a while. But I, I could get it if I really worked at it. I'd like to. Okay. You but. still have to sell yourself in some way. Yankees still have billboards. I mean, I bought. This is no offense to it happens everywhere. But have you ever gotten to Peter where you bought tickets and now you get inundated to buy more tickets? I get a daily email from the Yankees about buying tickets because of the tickets I bought at the end of the season for um uh, for a friend. Like you still have to promote. It's the New York Yankees, but they still have to promote themselves, don't they? You would think, you know, uh, maybe maybe not as much as other teams do, but in the NBA, I'm sorry, the, the Lakers are still sexy, even though they're not a great team because they've got LeBron James. Certain teams sell themselves, but the Knicks don't have the history, Agreed. the recent history, the recent, right. uh, of where a lot of people are going to just pay attention to the fact that they happen to be hot for the last month. I'm getting a lot of support, by the way, from people who love and know music who say don't don't be overly beaten up by this ring. All right, well, you know, conversation because we, we they disagree. I want to talk about the range, no, but there disagree. is a phone they call do. that I. Think think will get your goat, but first I want to tell you something that I think would interest you. Um, Britney Spears, uh, now banned no. from the Four Seasons Hotel in Los Angeles oh, because on. she went topless at the pool. That's no reason to ban someone. Yeah, sure it is. What do you want to do that for? There's kids Who at the she? pool. Who is she? There's kids at the pool. How do you know there were kids at the pool? Well, but there's a possibility at, of kids real, at the pool. Real quick, just, just to throw it out there. There might have been kids in the pool, but the Four Seasons isn't exactly like like Disney. You know, I don't know how many kids were frolicking around. But but you have to you have to guard against the fact that there might be kids. Why? Because can't God, be. God forbid we see a human breast. What, what's wrong with this place? This what do you mean it, the country not, or the right. world? The world? No, oh. but who is just to walk around? What? Well, just so we're going to rate it because she's famous and hot, then it's okay. Well, I'm not even saying she's famous no, no, and hot I don't, anymore. I don't more. need to see. Now, then what? Just everybody's going to walk around naked. So what you're saying is, mm-hmm. if you're hot, it's fine. If you're if you're if you're not attractive, then we're going to throw you out. Well, I, no, I, there I, has to be a policy. Is it that crazy that a hotel is a policy? You can't walk around well, the pool naked. I, first of all, Britney Spears isn't exactly in 2024 my cup of tea. She looks okay. it's pretty crazy every time I see her. I'm just saying, banning her permanently feels like a strong. See, they, there's plenty of hotels in L.A. Yeah, she's not homeless now. Well, she lives she in L.A. She could go to the Beverly Wilshire. Well, she could just go back to her house. Well, she just, well, well, why couldn't she parade around topless at a house then? That's a great point. Why me. go to the uh, public pool? You know what? I'm sickened by it all. All right, let's go to Frank in Brooklyn. He's got, I mean, I don't care what Frank has to say, but I think it's going to hurt you. Frank, go. Michael, I love you guys so much. Uh, I've been listening since 1945. Oh, I'm thank a drummer. You. I'm a drummer, have been for 40 years. Ringo is a nice little player. Uh, the, the, saying that other drummers, look, it is de rigueur to like hold up Ringo as like this, like, you know, uh, model of simplicity and taste. He, he's a terrible technical drummer. He's not a great drummer. He was interesting and unique, but being in that band is why we know who he is. 
he was in the Dave Clark Five, we wouldn't know who he is. That's the equivalent of someone saying, I've seen David Eckstein play. I saw him play for 10 years. The best shortstop that's ever played the game. You would laugh at him. You'd say, no, he's not. And then you hang up. But it wasn't me who said it, Frank. Well, wait, it was wait, the guy wait, from Green why Day. Why did you say this was to get Michael, my quote? Get my quote? I, thought, I thought he was going after you. Oh, no, he's not. He's, he's not backing you up. Thank you, sir. The reality is Peter's take is absolutely correct. And Peter's often right about this. And Peter, I want to call one other thing. I do a callback to something you said that was so brilliant about Stern. Because Stern, when you hear him interview musicians, he's got this, he knows nothing about playing an instrument or technicality. He just knows what he likes. And he's got this, oh, gee, is it hard when your left hand plays? Uh. Yeah, he asks Sting. He asks Sting. He goes, do you think you're the greatest bass player ever? And Sting laughs at him. He's like, are you serious? No, I'm not. I'm not. And Stern, ha- like, we've uh, ascribed these these superlatives and these platitudes to Stern that he just does not. He's, he's, an, he's a nice little interviewer. No, no. He's That's the, all he is. The yeah. uh, can we get this guy point, God? No. So but, Ringo, wait a minute, Ringo's Frank. a nice little drummer and Howard's a nice little interviewer. But, I but, agree but, on but, both. But wait a minute. I mean, if you're going to interview what? a drummer like uh, Howard Stern's going to interview a drummer, the only person that could do that is Buddy Rich. I mean, you I, ask questions. If you, if you, if you get overly technical, let me, let me answer for you. I'm sorry, and then I'll you get your word out. Because I do this all the time. I interview wrestlers multiple times a week. Right. I've never been in the ring. I cannot understand the way they do their art, just like Howard can't understand how to drum. So, yeah. So, but you can't, if you try to ask in an overly technical way that implies you understand a piece of it, you look like a fool. You have to just ask in a in a way where you're removed from it and say, tell me how you do blank. But if you if you make it sound like you understand a piece of it and you don't, then you end up saying things that make right, you look so foolish. So, who's a great interviewer, Frank? Who's a great interviewer? Yeah, you say he's a nice uh, little interviewer. Who's a great interviewer? I, I, let me tell you something. I think that Howard's... I, who's a great interviewer? Barbara, Barbara Walters was. She's I think, great. I think I, I'm a big fan of Jim Rome. I don't think he's a particularly great interviewer, but because he's got a time constraint. He's got to hit the quarter hour or whatever. And this is what Peter said like a few months back. Howard's got the luxury of having like li- limitless time. He With the biggest stars on Howard. planet Earth. Right. Exactly. And, and another thing Peter said, he's a bigger celebrity than the person he's interviewing. So you get this magical, look, I love Howard, he's amazing, but you do get this magical, completely unique in the history of but show Frank, business environment. But Frank, I'm trying to, environment. obviously you're a drummer, so I, I am, can't. I am. But, you know, it was the, the Beatles chose Ringo. Like he, he, didn't, he didn't come with no, no, them. No. He didn't grow up with them. I mean, in, in so? that sense. Why does that mean that he's Well, great? because they, they were the biggest band in the world during the time. If he was holding them back, I think they could have very easily replaced him. Done, done. This isn't even that, that complicated. First of all, the, oh, they, they were together for like six or seven years. And he fit perfectly. I'm not saying that he didn't belong in that band. But, Don, you're a big music fan. You like hard rock. You like stuff that has, like, aggression and, like, you know. Well, I think, Dave, uh, honestly, for me, from my limited experience as somebody that Don't never played Dave an Lombardo. instrument, Dave Lombardo, Dave Lombardo to Lombardo. me. Dave Lombardo, Dave Lombardo or, or Danny Carey are two of the greatest drummers. Okay. Just based on, I can't imagine people being able to play that fast and that coherent and that aggressive that there has to be talent there. Precise. Danny Carey from Tools, great. I mean, John Bonham, Neil Peart, Stuart Copeland, you hear, I mean, you've got an ear for music. You can hear the precision and the technique and the drive. You, you hear Ringo and you hear oompa beats, like oomchick, oomchick. And let me tell you something. Half of the tracks were performed by Paul McCartney or Bernard Purdy. He wasn't even, he didn't make it to a bunch of tracks. I'm sorry. So it's, great, it's been totally in vogue. To, to ascribe these uh, amazing sort of, like I said, superlatives to, to Ringo. 
for he, he's he's very but, niche. But, but you listen, I, I, not, uh, but Frank, I would know a good drummer from a bad drummer. I mean, I've read that's that. Not you know, true. But but I, but, that's not but I'm true. just saying. I said the guy from Green Day was asked by Howard, who's the greatest drummer, and he wasn't. He didn't have electrodes put on him. He said it was Ringo Starr, and he explained oh, okay. why. Oh. The, the way that you sort of like mic dropped Peter when you said that is because Peter said he's not the greatest drummer ever. And you're like, well, the guy from Green Day said he is. Like, right, but we all know but Neil Peart died recently and everyone goes, the, the world said that's Pert, the greatest drummer yeah, of all yeah, time. Probably. When you no one said, to it. oh, it's Ringo Starr. But, yeah, it's Neil Peart. But the way you made yeah. it seem like like he's kind of like the, like anybody. the, the fourth wheel that doesn't belong. I mean, he belonged. He not wrote, doesn't belong. He wrote, wait, wait, wait. He, he had hit songs after they left, they broke up. I mean, But he had the lead hit songs he wrote the least I don't I don't mm, well he might not be the most talented overall yeah, musician he wasn't the yeah. writer like a meanwhile McCartney the other three guys Lennon. might be one of the most talented musicians that ever lived I mean anybody Look, that's not John Paul and, jo- and George were probably going to feel like an outlier but ge- gentlemen there, there is a particular craft to drumming there is a musicality and almost an athleticism that it takes to play the instrument a coordination it, it's just it's like an, it's embarrassing to say he's the greatest anything he's just he's got a ton of pers- he's Ringo Starr I mean he doesn't need me from Schlub in Brooklyn to defend for <laughs> right you're just he's breaking Ringo it down Starr. Frank but, Frank but, I mean you've, you've upended the show peace and love baby we can't yeah, yeah. we can't I, do I, 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 three I, hours. Any time. Love. I love Frank you're, you're a good caller but you gotta go I disagree I think I, I would invite him to come in the studio really he was very good he was very good you don't think he was good when's the last time you went off the reservation you got a call from the ESPN press I mean, I'm still. What here. was it, Rob? Whatever, Rob Halford. Yeah, I did, so you're and, saying and, you don't know trust what? Don's taste? No, no, and, and Don and, because Don would talk for that was about a, music. And you know what? Great and you know what? What? Without naming names. Yeah. Although you would have, I want to. Right. That person that wanted me fired. Right. Recently came up to me, shook my hand, and said, "I'm a big fan." How do you like that? Well, because you got away from the Rob Halford thing. No, it wasn't that. No, it wasn't that. Is that I won them over to realize. That that individual was wrong. That's right, and I. Still and that trust was also it. fifteen. That was before I got married. Doesn't that was matter. like nineteen still years happened. ago. Still I'm happened. still here. Still happened. By the way, that caller was great, though. And, and, and he was terrific. Honestly, callers of that intelligence level—it's what separates this show. And that's what Mike. That's why Michael. Michael, Bur- Michael Bogan says, according to Rolling Stone magazine, Ringo's rated as the 14th greatest right. drummer of all time. Now, but even okay. So if Rolling Stone has real quick, just hear, humor me. And again, I don't know drumming. I just know rating. If Rolling Stone has him at 14. And he's the drummer for the most popular band in the history of music. Is he really even the 14th best drummer of all time, or is he 914? But the way you made it—I I forget exactly what you said. The way you made it seem like I said they, because he's in the Beatles, of course he's a Hall of Famer. How do you not? You, you, anyone who's associated with the greatest band of all time is getting the rub. But he's a distant fourth in terms of talent. In terms, they are the Beatles because of the songwriting, the essence of who they are. And it's he wrote some of those songs. I mean. Which, Octopus's Garden is a very good song. Ballard just wrote me and said he wrote Octopus's Garden. That song stinks. Well, that's Correct his quote. opinion. But Michael I, thinks Ballard stinks. Is that valid? I don't know if he stinks. I think he's he's a clown, but I don't <laughs> think he stinks. Um, Don, why don't you tell us about Mazda? <laughs> Stan LeGreca here for Ramsey Mazda in 2024. You get more at Ramsey Mazda. More selection, over 750 new vehicles available. And more savings like a new 2024 Mazda CX-90 for $399 a month. Or a new 2024 Mazda CX-30 for $199 a month. 
Get more in 2024 from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. Finn RM627938 and R114873. MSRP 26480 $32,380. Tax title registration extra ends 131.24. There's never been a better time for football fans to bet the big game than with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app to get in on all the action for the biggest Sunday of the football season. Camping in Vegas for the big game, the BetMGM app brings the gridiron action to you with a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and player props. The BetMGM app is your betting home for the big game. From spectacular catches to game-winning drives, BetMGM makes every play matter more than ever. Download the app today and discover why BetMGM is your first choice for the final kickoff. The big game is here, and end zone excitement doesn't get any bigger than this. Get off the bench and into the huddle with the king of sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. This is a good song. I mean, it's it's a little hokey, but it's a good song. In the shade. Oh, my God. We can't now, play now that we're much. We have to pay for it. All right, we, so... If we stop now and play it again... Yeah, yeah, then what? Then um, what happens? Let's talk about uh, the New York uh, Hockey Rangers, if I could. Sure. Okay. So, there's a guy I know, one of the Steves, a retired doctor. Love him. I'd say he's one of my close friends. And he is my hockey pulse. Really? He, I'm nobody. No. Uh, well, you don't share your information like Steve does with me. You don't <laughs> well, sit down I, and talk hockey with me. Because like, I know how to read a room, unlike Steve. No. I, Steve and I talk about <laughs> world events. I mean, he's one of the smartest people I've ever met. I, he's a doctor. Well, I mean, there's a lot of moronic doctors. I've well, met none, none that you'd go to. I understand that. But this guy is smart even for a doctor. Okay. He's a good. genius, I'd say. Wow. So he said to me, and he watches every second of every Ranger game, and every second of every Nick game, every second of every Yankee game. He's a, a huge sports fan. And he said, there is a real possibility that they will go from 12 points up in first place to not even making the playoffs. Oh, boy. He said, the wheels I, have fallen off. Your thoughts? I, that's a little strong. I mean, that, that that's, you know, right, right now, New Jersey's out of the playoffs. 
at 51 points. That's right. 10 points less than the Rangers. So that would be quite the dive. And that's a lot of teams they'd have to fall. Philadelphia's in second place. They just lost Carter Hart for God knows how long. Carolina doesn't have any goaltending. I understand what he's saying, but I'm not sure there's anybody else that's good enough to t- make up that kind of Are ground. Are they bad enough not, to drop that ground? I don't know if they're going to win the division right now. I think it's on the table that Carolina can still, despite their goaltending deficiencies, win this division, and that the Rangers can maybe fall uh, possibly out of first place. But falling out of the playoffs, I don't see that. But I also don't see a cup champion unless we get something well, figured happening? out here. Are they the team well, the first 25 no, because, games or the net last well, 25? Well, uh, if the answer's somewhere in the middle, then clearly it's not as good as what their record says it is. Right. Uh, they're not deep enough. They, basically, there's four guys on this team can score. I, I would I would count Lafreniere, but I, I don't know if I can. He he hasn't been able to finish recently. So it's ba- it's basically a, a team of Panarin, Kreider, Zabanajad, and Trocheck. And Kreider and Zabanajad are very streaky. You need to get offense someplace else. They, they're not getting it. They're not getting it from Kako. Not getting it from Lafreniere. Not getting it from Blake Wheeler. They get nothing from their fourth line. Even their blue line, which always consistently scored in the last few years, hasn't been at that level outside of Adam Fox. And the goaltending has been good, but not good enough for what's been played in front of them. So I thought it was, last night was very disturbing. They're going up against easily the worst team in the NHL. And the building is is half empty in San Jose, and the people that are there are rooting for the Rangers, and you've got a 2 nothing lead in the third, and you lose in overtime? You can't. In, in the last game of a road trip, they, they would have finished at 2-2, two and two and you would have lived with it. And now you finish 1-2-1, one, and one, and your three points came against the two worst teams in the league and the Ducks and the Sharks? They, 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 it's got to get better. And I think it can, because I believe in the coach. But they need another defenseman. Gustafson is a turnover machine right now. They need another forward, but they don't have a ton of cap space to make a move. I think they'll be okay, Michael, but I've lost a lot of confidence that this team is built to win a championship right now. Are they Boston? Even though they beat Boston twice, are they Boston? Are they Florida? I don't think so. Now, Adam Fox, we're not going to get into the same old argument we've had for 22 years. Oh, please. But Adam Fox said something that gets my ire every single time. This is Adam Fox post game last night. You know, played well for two periods, and you know that third period just kind of happened. It's you know a team effort. It's not one guy here or there. I mean, they just wanted it more in the third, and you know we lost the point because of that. They wanted it more. See, the reason mm-hmm. I don't get crazy is that's just a, a crutch. That's just something you say. He so, doesn't but, no, mean no, that. it's not a crutch because they don't want to say that they got outplayed well, but, by a but, crappy but, team. Right. That's that's why. But it's also and I, and I like Adam a lot, but here. Words mean something, and Adam's going to learn that if he's ever going to be a leader, and I think he can be. He's the he's the second intermission guest, and what we do on the radio because I did the pre and post last night is we'll take the TV interview and we'll use it in our intermission. Right. So Bill Pito interviews Adam Fox going into the third period. They're up two nothing, and he says we got to keep our foot on the gas. We got we've got to finish this team off. And then in the post game, he's talking about we didn't do that. Well, you just so that's the message in the room is guys, we have to keep the pedal to the metal and here, didn't. and then you didn't do it. You're you're not good enough to just show up and win. I don't care. I, the Sharks are the worst team in the league, but now all of a sudden they've lost. They've they've won three in a row. Anybody can beat anybody any given night. You don't like to hear it, Michael. So I don't think they quit. I don't think the Sharks wanted it more, but I do think that they allowed themselves to get outplayed. And that you, that just can't be. They're too talented to allow that to happen. So Peter's got to wake them up. They got two games left before the break. So I don't know if they're going to be able to fix it in the next couple of days. But 
They're going to have to try to work through this, come back from the break, because I think that still something special can happen here. But I just wonder if they're deep enough to be able to make a run right. by the way they played over the last 25 now, years. Now, this is another hot take mm-hmm. from Dr. Steve. And he even said, Don might jump me for this. He goes, a lot of Ranger fans might because it's definitely against what people think. He said, Shesterkin is not as good as we made him out to be. He's not that great. He said he's just not looking at his numbers. He's 20th in a lot of uh, important cat. He's not as great as we thought he was. He's not Lundquist. Thoughts. Well, so he's not a Hall of Famer, so that's what we're going to judge it on. Yeah, he, but we did Henry say he Lundquist. was great. No, and, and I still think he can be great. But the problem is, is that so we're so we're saying that he's not good enough to carry this team through the malaise that they're in. I mean, right. that, that that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Did you think he was better I, when he first came up well, yeah, but, I mean, than he is now? Well, not when he first, but the, the, everybody's judging him two years ago when right. he had like a nine fifty save right. percentage. He won the Vesna Trophy. He was amazing. All right, he hasn't played at that level. But there's a lot of things going on in front of him. But I'm not going to get mad at Dr. Steve if he believes that maybe he's not the best goaltender in the league. The good news is you don't have to have that. That's what we've learned. But I mean, if they don't score on 5-5 five and five as much, then you need no, a great no, goaltender. No, of course. But you know, when I see Darcy Kemper win a Stanley Cup, when right. I see Aiden Hill win a Stanley Cup, I say to myself, if you've got the right pieces in front, I don't need a great goaltender. I just need my goaltender to play great. And we know he can play great. But right now, I need to fix what's in front of him. But to Dr. Steve's point, at the end of next year, Shesterkin becomes a free yeah. agent. Yeah, what do you do? How much are you going to pay him when you're, you're cap-strapped to begin with? And if you're telling me that he may not be the goaltender you thought when you first drafted him and when he first came into the league, is he somebody to get cap relief you'd be willing to see walk and then well, find somebody how, else to replace him? How about this, Eddie said? From Dr. Steve. He said, if I have to win a game, their backup goalie, I'd much rather have him goal. No, let's stop it. He, he, what, what, Jonathan Quick? Yeah. He's 38 years old. He said, I'd rather have he, him win a game. But then he, yeah, then what's, it's the same the same team in front of him. He's 0-4-1 in his last five starts. So doesn't that tell you that it goes beyond goaltending? Yeah, sure. It always does. Now, see, he had me until there. Now, <laughs> now he you know what? You. He, went, he went a little too far. Then he became Joe Fan. Really? Yeah, that's, that's loving the backup quarterback. Do me a favor. Do I know him? Have I met him? I don't. I think you might have met him once at, at one of our events. Now he's about to offend me. Give me a call. I want to talk. Lo- uh, he, he, talk to uh, him. he would love to. Sounds like he's an intelligent guy. Oh, no, he's, but that, but, he, but he's, he's, he's some genius. Talk. No, but genius. I don't know if he's a hockey genius. He's a sports genius. He has recall like you wouldn't believe. Well, 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 well his, the photographic memory doesn't make you a genius. No, he's a genius though. All right, but, but you got, the, you're but, throwing around genius. But, 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 but all right, if you ever spoke to this guy, you'd say. Genius. Well, well, you know what? I'm going like to say this. blow you away with No offense to Jonathan Quick. But he be, his he put his genius aside, put it in a bottle, put it in a box, put it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. I'm and a then genius he let his, in a bottle. He Sorry. let his he let his Joe fan get in the way with that. La- I'd rather have Quick than Shesterkin. And then he got a little, well, got a little, little wacky. Little, yeah. Got a little outline. It's good. Got a little disrespectful. Got a little disrespectful. Anthony in the car. Anthony. <laughs> Hey, fellas, how you doing? Good, how are you? Great. Peter, as a third party, maybe you could help me out here. There's two outcomes to the situation that I find very <laughs> disturbing that Don said before. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm here. You had to ask for Yankee? You had to buy Yankee tickets? Look to your left, Donnie. When did he buy Yankee? What? Did you say you bought Yankee tickets yes, for did. somebody? 
Why did you do that? I needed six. I'm not asking. Email. I'm not asking Michael K. Why? Over six. Why not? I'm not going to do it. There's a line and six that's being glutton. The line I've is asked four. you. Wait, wait, but the line is four. But you can ask me for anything. I've asked. I'm very him. close with you. When when the uh, when I needed tick, I needed two tickets earlier in the season. Right. I asked you. Right. But I believe. Six is aggressive, but there's nothing that you could be so aggressive about with but me. But that's nice. But I'm, but, but Anthony, don't that's you think like, that that's that's me being respectful, saying I think six is out of luck. Peter, don't you think six is a bit? Peter much? would ask for nine if he wanted. It. I get. I think you should have. I think you should have taken two legend suites for you and your wife, and said to the other four, "Have fun in the upper deck." It wasn't. Don wasn't going. That's why he didn't want to put you. You weren't one of the six, uh, right? I was not one of the no, six. Yeah. I wanted to do something nice so, for somebody. So you. So you have enough roast beefs under your arm that you're doing something nice by buying six tickets. Did you buy it for these people or they gave you the money? No, I bought it for them. Wow. Who are these people? Like, Who, yeah, wow. I'm not, it's not for anybody. Wait, hold you, on real you, quick. You have, a, you have a doctor that's very proud of his sports knowledge. I don't even get a last name. Why do I have to throw names out? But I'm just wondering, why would you pay for this? People Are they are they not well off? I mean, or are they... Yeah, can you give us a little more yeah, context? Why are you it's buying one your of them, One of them was for Phil... One of them was for Phil Mushnick, but no, Don, no, that was no. Anthony the Carmel, not me. I, I, I could tell. It's not my story to tell. <laughs> Wait, it's not your story. It's, it's none not. of your business. Hold on, well, how's it none of our business? Why did you buy? I people wanted tickets? to do something nice. Why? For what they do for you? Well, but why is that your business? <laughs> so, so just to be clear, then, they <laughs> see did, what you started, Anthony. Is what the, you tried to do. Are these people who said, "I want to go to a game"? Yeah. And then you just and said, you say, well, I'll, I'll take get care you tickets. Yeah. But why would you do that when you could ask me? Why would you spend all that money? Because they're very nice people, and I wanted to do Who something are nice they? for What they do for you? I, 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 And I don't need them to know that I did this. Oh, that's classy. Well, I mean, there aren't that many people out there that got six tickets from you. So the person I don't you, think they listen. Well, then they're jerks. You should have never bought. Well, well, they, they're, they're this makes busy. less sense, though. They they're sports fans, right, Yankee they're sports, fans, they don't and they don't listen, listen to the afternoon drive show. One of the hosts is the Yankee play-by-play guy. That's that's they're they're frauds. I'll explain it to you off the air, and you'll get it. I, I want everybody to know. I don't no, I don't either. think it's Peter. Is it that crazy? It's not, it's not anybody's business. Well, here, here, here's the thing. I've given up too much already. I very much respect the politeness of Don not bothering you. Right. But I will say that... How do I say this gently? Don't. We 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 complain regularly, and when I say we, mostly you, about on the air in a joke. But there's truth in every joke, as my wife says. It's the Michael K. Show, right? Mm-hmm. You're on the Michael K. Show. Who are you? Some random yo-yo with Michael. At the very least, I'm not going to feel bad about asking the guy for Yankee tickets. So that is the thing. It's like. I think in the specific case of your relationship, it wouldn't have seemed aggressive. I felt, in my world, I make my own rules for myself. That's right. I felt six was aggressive. You can't appreciate that? No, I do. Even if you would have done it, you can't say, you know what, that's nice. I know it is. is. I would have appreciated it, but I just know, and I'm not saying this in a pejorative way, if Peter wanted nine tickets before he would ever think about (laughs) buying them, you'd take a shot with me, wouldn't you? Not on nine. You would ask. I'd be embarrassed. You would ask. On six, you would. And I'm not in the six. Yes. I wouldn't see. So even I, Peter I, agrees. I actually agree. I wouldn't to get six Why for someone you, you, else. You always say everything is for the air. Who are these people? Why do they deserve? Well, everything that I that is, is something to do with me. By the way, he doesn't have a kick coming. Don't listen to him. He loves getting his comments on the show from anonymous friends who he doesn't report who it is. Right. Some of them I want to cave their forehead in. <laughs> exactly. But not Doctor Steve. No, no, I like. No. I, did, I told you. But I, I want you to give him my number. All right. Are we allowed to know what the doctor of what kind of medicine? He uh, his specialty is he's he's retired now. His heart, cardiac. 
Okay. Yeah, well, that, that might be some. That might be a number that I might need. Down the road. <laughs> well, he's retired, <laughs> but he's not. He can't like give you a prescription right now. But if there's something wrong with you, and you call Doctor Steve right and say this and this and this is bothering me, every time well, he will exactly diagnose. Well, this it is not the, this is not my motivation, but the the positive byproduct. If we end up getting a nice hockey dialogue, and we start texting each other, and all of a sudden I get chest pains, I could feel good about. Uh, <laughs> you can me, call Doctor. Let Steve. me call Doctor. Great point. Does you know do- who's very close to Doctor Steve? Very close. Mm-hmm. The other Doctor Steve, Doctor Stephen A. Smith. Oh, really? Yeah. He's his doctor too. He you, was at some point. Oh, yeah. Right. Why did he retire? I don't know. He's in his 70s. It was was time time to walk away. It was time. ESPN New York presents an evening with Garrett Wilson, an intimate event in the Big Apple with the Jet Star Wide Receiver. For your chance to score passes to this exclusive event, including food and beverage, go to ESPNNewYork.com or find the contest page on the ESPN New York app and submit your entry. An evening with Garrett Wilson is brought to you by Corona Mm. and Sansone Auto Mall. Love these people. I also love Peter, who also loves FanDuel. Well, that's a lot of deep things that you've said right there. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs on the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. I personally, right now, with the points, I'm leaning Detroit and Kansas City. But listen, when you place your first $5 bet, you have the options. FanDuel has so many different ways for you to pick up a W. So you can follow my picks, which we will give out on Friday. Go to FanDuel right now. Get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Peter to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over in physically present New York. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. I see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKSESPN. Welcome back to the show. It's been an interesting show. It's been a, it's a, di- a dynamic show, really. And uh, I Don think- and I told us all, I mean, Don told Michael and I off the air the circumstance behind the ticket situation. And we're not co-signing. Michael and I, while it was really decent of him, it was it was the wrong thing. He he didn't have to be that nice. What the F? Well, yeah. It's never wrong to be nice. No, you're right. You're right. I said, didn't I say that though? We made I a conscious pref- decision as a family, by the way, so it was good. I prefaced it by saying you're a very good guy, Thank right? You. But it's but still, a stooge. It was a stooge. No, yeah, I, I'm it. not a rube. Yeah, we're, I'm a stooge is the wrong <laughs> you know, word. You know rube. what I'm going to say? Because he did say the amount of tickets. Right. That's already on the air. Right. I'm going to put this out here right now. I know you guys think I'm a bad guy who. who does, I don't think that. I know it. Who does nothing for anyone? True. But I get a lot of people tickets to different things. Mm-hmm. Just for the record. If you're someone who asks someone for tickets, asking beyond four is a very aggressive thing to do. Two should be the standard if you're asking for a favor. Two should be the standard. Four should be the pretty please. It's a special occasion. Six should be go scratch. All Gas says on Twitter, this is Radio Gold. Don's in the Yankee ticket secret. Ringo's mediocrity, and Frank from Brooklyn is basically a fourth host on the show now. It's it's you cannot miss a day on this show. I yeah. would, I, listen, I don't know if I have as, as as much as say, but I would vote to have him come in and do an hour with us in studio. Maybe <laughs> Peter, maybe why during don't the you summer. Do that, why don't you do that with him on the Saturday show? Who's Saturday show? Get yourself a Saturday show. No, I'm it. good. I'm, uh, I'm beyond Saturday shows. <laughs> 
Wow. No, I'm just saying at this stage of my life, I'm not working a Saturday show. I got Rangers. I'm good. But, but, uh, but He was very good. But, you know, summer's a rumor to Michael. Me and you are going to be working. We can't have Frank in. For an hour, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think summer's going to be a, a rumor for Michael this year. I want to work well, as much as I can. Well, look at that. Really, but, I want to be on the air the, as much as I can. But you negotiated these weeks. Yeah, you know, you, you listen. You in a contract? It's a binding thing. You, it you made it known. Okay. Yeah, but my, you want these college football coaches executed for leaving? Michael's rumored. Michael's, well, if I if I don't take vacation, it's not me breaking the contract. No, but I'm saying is you got to take the vacation somewhere. Yeah, but remember, this is two. It's been two years since Michael disappeared for an entire summer. This well, summer will was, be two. This coming summer? Yeah. Yeah, last year I worked a lot. Yeah. The year before a, a I took the whole J's. thing off. Right. This time, it, your contract now is the same one as last summer. Yeah, but you know what? I'm I'm going full bore. You just want to go work I just, I want to, I want to, I don't want to finish strong. The week leading into Christmas, we'll have Franco. <laughs> I know Michael ain't working that. Oh, I might not be here either, so you can take it over. All right, Frank, Frank you, man. Uh, Don and Frank. Let's go to Ethan <laughs> in Springfield. Ethan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up? Not much, not much. Okay, so first off, completely agree with Don why he would not want to, you know, bother you about getting six Yankees tickets, but since I don't know the actual situation in which that he uh, needed them. Uh, but, but let I, me again, stop. I'll let you finish your point. But I've, I've got to articulate this because <laughs> I, I love Don. We fight a lot, just <laughs> like brothers. He can ask me for anything, and I would never, like, look at him askance and go, six? You'd either say no or yes. I'd say, no, I can or I can't. I mean, I would try to maneuver stuff, and I think we're close enough that I could say, I can't do that, and he'd understand. But to not ask is rubbish. Please, go on, Ethan. <laughs> no, 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 completely, completely. No, it's just more along the lines that even if, I mean, if I was in Don's shoes, I would never have asked you. It just doesn't seem right to do. But anyway, regarding what uh, um, Dr. Steve said about, you know, pretty much the current Rangers situation, in particular, uh, Igor Shosturkin, I don't agree with him. I mean, the fact of the matter is that, yeah, sure, uh, Igor's not doing particularly well right now, but at the same time, um, it's not as if that Hank didn't have t- didn't have some slumps. I mean, it, it happens. And again, also, the just like, you know, a, a team is always as good as its offensive line, um, and that, the, you know, a game is always one on the line of scrimmage, um, the, uh, the a defense is only as good as the defenders that are around Igor. But I mean, Ethan, isn't a great goal? I mean, we always hear the 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 expression "he's got to stand on his head." If if something in front of you is not as great as it should be, you've got to make up for it. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, like the fact of the matter is that um, how many goaltenders who hey. have won the Stanley Cup as of as of late needed to stand on their head in order to do so? Aiden Hill didn't. Kemper didn't. Um, they had great defense. And, and also, of part of the reason it's not that different of a team outside of maybe Heedle getting hurt, and Heedle got hurt much early in the season. They were eighteen four and one. A lot of the reason they were eighteen four and one was because of the fact that Igor carried the team. You know, you can't carry the team the entire start to finish. I mean, eventually you're going to show some cracks. I will agree he could play better, but I do think he's not a major problem for this team. He's not. Now, do I want to pay a goaltender a lot of money? I don't know if I need to. So that'll be a very interesting dilemma at the end of next year. But if you're analyzing the Rangers and you have Igor Shosturkin's play in the top three of their problems, I think you're overrating the problem. Well, I don't know if he said that it was top three. He no. just said he he is not the goaltender that we all thought he was when he first came here. And, and I think that's fair. But you know what? No one is because there was a run two years ago where like only Jacques Plant had put up numbers like that. So yeah, he's not an historically great goaltender, but I still think he's very very good. Sorokin, I think, is outstanding, and he's going through some struggles right now. You know why? Because he's facing forty shots a game. 
All right, we'll come back. We've got some Hall of Fame talk uh, to hit as well. 1-800-919-3776. And also, Dan Orlovsky is coming on. we got some uh, really tight questions to ask him. I want to run by the, the Sean O'Hara question with him. Is Josh Allen better than Patrick yeah. Mahomes? Yeah, and also, time. is he is he going to be leaving? Oh, us? They, uh, that's it's, it's all on the it's, it's it's loaded. It's in the holster. He's going to laugh at you about what? He's going to laugh at you. Better better than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, listen, it was the guy from Green Day who said about Ringo, and it was Sean O'Hara who but, I think Patrick Mahomes better. But just because someone gives an opinion, and just because that person who gives the opinion is good at what they do, doesn't mean that their opinion is not brain Well, dead. then what's our well, opinion? Yeah. Well, well, a bunch of yo-yos. All right. And if I said this to someone, you wouldn't go calling an expert to ask what they think. Sean O'Hara has two Super Bowl rings. But again... It's not any yo-yo. It's not you saying it. Sean o- but my point is, even if you Sean O'Hara was a football player, it's still a yo-yo opinion. Well, what, what if Dan Orlovsky goes, I agree with him? What would you say then, no, Skippy? Call, call him a yo-yo. I'd say, I'd, say, I'd say it's a yo-yo opinion. I'd here's say, what you say. It's a yo-yo opinion. You should take that coaching job. Oh, I don't want to see the man leave unless he wants to, but he obviously would because, as we know, broadcasting is nothing compared to coaching. You throw a broadcasting... And by the way, it's one of the things that makes me so resentful <laughs> of athletes in broadcasting. Every athlete who can put together three sentences makes ten times the money that broadcasters work their whole lives to do. And then the second they get offered something back in the sport, they chuck our job in the garbage and go running for it again. I guarantee you Tony Romo wouldn't because he would never get paid in broadcasting when he's getting paid from CBS. You mean, with Troy Aikman. you mean in coaching? Yeah. Yes, well, it's not true of everyone, but it happens a lot. Well, I mean, it makes if me they're sick. bettering their standing. And it makes me sick. DraftKings Sportsbook, Peter. Sick. An official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game, get $200 instantly in bonus bets, spreads, over-unders, and more. Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat, same-game parlay for every playoff game day. The DraftKings Sportsbook app... Use it now and use code Empire. New customers can bet just five bucks to get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Empire. The crown is yours. You must be twenty-one plus. Physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty-eight hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day. After opt-in, no-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook. DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.